This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right, fellas. Let's do what we came to do. Hello, Mr. Logic. How we doing? We in the building, man. How y'all? How y'all? Good. Yeah, good, good, good. Infinite, you doing good? Oh, man. Right. Beautiful Saturday. Beautiful Saturday. Let's do it. All right. All right. Let this, let this little cast come to order. Um, first first matter of talking. I just I want to be real, like, let's be real casual with this subject. Uh, does anybody have that one TV show that they can't do without, like, you know, through, through your uh, growing up? Like, do you have that TV show? That Like, for me, for example, if I'm thinking about a TV show that I could catch every week, never missed a week, that I have some kind of nostalgia about, it was probably uh, New York Undercover. Uh, mm, shit. Yeah, that was, was another one. Cosby Show, of course. Like, I never missed a Cosby Show episode on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like... You got any infinite? What you, what you got? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, Different World, uh, Martin. Martin, okay. Got from New York Undercover. Um, yeah, it's, it's a couple, you know, a couple, couple joints like that for sure. What, what about you, Logic? What, 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 what's on I your list? I think we all three. I think we all three understand the spirit of New York Undercover, so we don't really gotta go too deep. Oh, that. Ooh. we forget. I, I forgot mean, Living Single. I, 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 Living Single. Yeah, <laughs> that was up there. That was up there. Um, I mean, you know. I would love to front and say that that wasn't where I was at, but Family Matters was a, a, a required yeah, you know, It was on there. Yes, sir. It was up yes, there. Sir. Had to be seen. Yes. Had to be seen. And then, yes, you know, sir. I was also, you know, an early adopter of the Warner Brothers channel. So, you know, the Wayne's Brothers. Ooh, happy and for me. singing and with color. They, they, they was the ones. Okay. Pops was, pops, was, pops was the guy. Don't and, tell and, nobody. So, so how did you? How did we know that these shows came on? Like, logic. I'm gonna ask you. Did you? Did you have a TV guy? Did you follow? Did you open that book and and find those TV shows? Like, is that? Is that how you? Nah. Found I mean, I think back in the day it was more like word of mouth and people. I don't know. It just felt like certain jokes that you heard in the lunch something like that just made you try to figure out you know what i'm saying like that's for instance in living color if you from my generation yeah you oh, remember damn, in living color show. more Shit. yeah you remember it more about what people said about it after the episodes than the episodes that's true because people you know what i mean like you would try to learn the things real quick and just think of a funny thing so you could you know pull them out your bag so i think <laughs> like for me that was pretty much how I knew what TV really was doing. It's just other yeah. people gravitating towards it too. I, I, I didn't have cable. So, so we, you know, I know cable had a, its own guide. Like you could look on yeah. the cable guide and see. I I was blessed with a father who never wanted cable in the house. So uh, I would go on Amen. top of the television and there was this TV guide and it had the grid on there and it would tell me when the shows came on. Um. Infinite, I'm gonna go to you for this one. How how great is it to be alive in a, in a, in a system where there's no more TV guide? Like, in fact, you can get it as soon as you want it and stream it as soon as it comes out. Like, can you can you explain yeah, like, the, the difference? Um, uh, I mean, just just watching 
what we went through, you know, in, in the early 2000s, where you go from, like you said, the, the, the cable channels, you know, waiting every week, you know, every Wednesday, you know, like you said, uh, you know, Fox Thursdays, you know, Fox Sundays, you yes. know, waiting for the Simpsons, Simpsons uh-huh. and uh, King of the Hill, you know what I'm saying? Then Thursdays, you know, with Martin and Little Single undercover. So, you, you know, you had to be patient back then. Then, you know, right. as we transitioned into uh, better technology, you know, then we had uh, the emergence of Netflix. So, Oof. and the, the, main, the main thing they told you once they started streaming, because you remember Netflix at the beginning was just, you know, you could order, you know, the DVDs to come, you know, mailed strictly to your yeah. house. So you didn't have to go to yeah. Blockbuster, Blockbuster right. no more. Yeah, they just ate but, off Blockbuster plate. That's all that was. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right off they plate. Blockbuster, yeah. Blockbuster did the dumbest move and probably probably business history. You know, they uh-huh. they, they could have been that. They could have been what Netflix is right now, but they, <laughs> we know about that story. But, um, yeah, they were yeah, those Netflix. Fees. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you know what Netflix did is said, you know what, we're making so much money now, why can't we bring our own shows or purchase shows from other studios and stream it? So the, the biggest thing they the biggest thing they told you was like, hey, we'll give you all the episodes for season one, not week by week, but we'll give it to you tonight. Like you can get all thirteen episodes for season one tonight. Mm. And you know, now that's that's become a thing where you binge watch, you know, you may watch it down for, you know, nine hours in one night and watch the first season of Daredevil. You know what I'm saying? Like that That's happens, a fact. So. That's a fact. You be waiting for that show to get released. So you can catch <laughs> yeah. it on the weekend. You just take the whole weekend and knock that thing out. But right. at the same whole time. Weekend. So so in actuality and logic, I pose this question to you. Aren't we just making big movies now? Like aren't studios instead of making mm. a season you just make it a movie and then you'll chop it up, right? Big movie, yes, That's what it is. It's a big movie. And then taping it, it seems like they go to the set, knock the whole thing down, and then just chop it up and edit it. That's exactly For the what amount it is. of episodes that's necessary. Whatever. <laughs> so is that... Is that's that why most shows are 10 episodes now. Like, that's True. why most shows are 10 episodes. You don't get a lot of 22-episode shows anymore. No. Because it's not formatted, sped up. For viewing, yeah. you know, to their credit, Simpsons has gone twenty-two episodes for like thirty years. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's, yeah, it's the weirdest thing in the world when you remember, <laughs> if you're old enough, that the Simpsons originally was like a six-minute thing on the Tracy Ullman show. Like it wasn't even its own full thing for a minute. Like it wasn't. You know what I'm saying, like it was. You know, yeah. it was like if somebody had done several years. You know, I don't know. I can't even, I don't even know what I would compare it to because it just grew from something that was so, you know. Organic, yeah. And, just, yeah. and then it just became its own thing and it became the centerpiece of a channel for like 20 years. Mm. For 20 years. So, so I, try, Fox, literally. I, I try not to be a, a dinosaur in my thinking. And, you know, when I arrive at, it, we used to have to wait from Thursday to Thursday or every Sunday or, you know, Friday, TGI Fridays. Like we used to have to wait for these shows to come on to give us a new episode. And now we can literally stream all of that content at the same time. So I try not to be, uh, you know, a dinosaur in my thinking that it was better then because it made us appreciate the shows more. But there's so mm-hmm. much content to get to now. It would be impossible to release all these things in the atmosphere on these specific days and still catch everything. You know what I'm saying? So it makes it easier to, to 
catch all the content that's out there in the universe because there's so much of it, right? There's way more than 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 when we were younger. So it is a is kind of it's kind of a good thing that we can stream it all because then we have time to get to all of it. And and most of it is pretty good. Like 80% of the stuff I've I've streamed, I don't know about you guys, but 80% of this is is really good content and it's, it it touches on a whole bunch of issues. So Infinite, I just wanted to ask you is 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 it better now or is it better then? Which way do you like better? Uh, for me, um, you know, I'm going the opposite way. You, I, um, a lot of the content I don't, I don't watch now. So, uh, I, only because for me, <laughs> I've seen it done so many times. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a new, you know, it's a quote unquote new story with new characters, but the same, same, uh, you know, story, <laughs> the storyboard for it, and the, you know, the, the antics, you know, that's going on during mm-hmm. those shows and stuff like that. You know they're they're old to me. Like they, you know, it's, it's not so many ways you can tell a you know tell a story now. So you know, a lot of those shows, like, you know, I, I don't watch. The only thing I I really pay attention to nowadays is really just Marvel content. But as far as all these uh, you know drama TV series and you know stuff like that, um, really doesn't uh, do anything for me. Um, so you know, I kind of you know I kind of backed off because I, I think everything for us, especially as you know, young kids and in our early teenage years, you know, everything's brand new. Like, you know, we hadn't seen nothing like The Simpsons, you know, we hadn't seen nothing like The Cosbys, we hadn't seen nothing like Family Matters at that time, you know. You know, Living Color, you know, those all those shows back then broke new ground. So everything that's out now takes, you know, takes parts, pieces and parts of those different things that were out before and, you know, integrate in, like, you know, into these new, you know, these newer shows and movies and stuff. So, uh, like I said, for me, you know, it doesn't do anything uh, really significant for me personally. Okay, all right, that's an honest answer. Logic, logic. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? Is it better now that we're streaming, or was it better than when you had to wait? I think it was better for me then. I can't speak mm-hmm. for anybody else, but I also feel, and I think you had referenced it when you kind of started it, is that dinosaur thinking and that basic, you know get off my lawn approach to things that, you know, as I've gotten older has become my deck. So in reality, it's probably better that I can watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it. Mm. But part of watching stuff used to be, you know, the waiting, the looking forward to it, the anticipation of what it was going to be. And that's gone. There's no more. Most things are good now, but you don't you you kind of blow by things that are good because it's another thing that's coming right behind it. And, you know, that's true. It's this, and it's Daredevil, and then it's that, and then it's this, and then it's that, and then it's this. Oh, no, no, we, we, we can definitely go back to Daredevil. I can, I can, <laughs> yes, I can stream that all day. I can stream that all day. Like Punisher. Mm-hmm. Punisher, I mean, get, get right to it. Luke Cage, let me get it. Um, yeah. So... I, th- I think I, I do see a show that, that's bringing that back. Like they're releasing episodes, I believe, every Thursday. It's called Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Um, and, it, and it's a story about, you know, the, 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 eight, the, the, the Lake show, the 1980s Lakers, right? And, and what was interesting to me, because right before they dropped the first episode, uh, Magic Johnson had released something where he said he's not watching it. Uh, he just said that he's not he he does he said it's, it fails to show the true showtime era of the 80s lakers or whatever so i had to watch it immediately because 
I mean, he de- he he kind of put him out there, you know. So I wanted I wanted to check for myself, um, but I'll 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 leave my my opinion for last. Infinite, uh, did you catch any of the um, shows yet? Yeah, I, I caught the I, I was only caught the uh, the first episode. Um, mm. What I can say uh, say right away is, uh, <laughs> you know, the style the stylized way they're going about it. You know, I, I feel like the show is. Uh, I was I think the show is more. Uh, full of satire, the way they're going about it. I didn't think it was going to be as uh, comedic. You know, uh, watching the trailer of it a few weeks ago, you know, I didn't know it was going to be so comedic. But it's you got the you got the characters looking in, <laughs> you got you got the characters looking at the camera, talking to the camera like it's you know one of those right. 1970 uh, sitcoms, and right. they, you know you can tell they shot it, they shot they shot it with those cameras from that you know from that time. Um, so I, you know, from that standpoint, I can kind of see what Magic was saying. I don't know if he's watching any of it or not, but um, you know, I try to take it serious. You know, there's mm-hmm. some, you know, there's some serious, a little bit of serious moments in it, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, uh, once we uh, get Logic's opinion, I, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb and say I, I think one of Logic's favorite characters on that show is probably going to be Jerry West. You know, that <laughs> Jerry West be, you know, he be going. Yeah. They, they made him a character. Yeah, Duh. they made him a character. Of himself, you no. know, he's the guy that <laughs> that he's never he's never happy, and I know a lot of like those characters that are sometimes a little bit off the rails, and then you know and Jerry West is always off the rails, you know, like every moment. So I, uh, I did laugh about that. <laughs> so that, that was that was fun. Yeah, go ahead, y'all. go ahead. <laughs> I know you want to say something about Jerry. Jerry, crazy oh. as hell, bro. I mean. Lucy Goosey is like not a term that people use anymore. <laughs> but that, like this dude throwing shit, screaming. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because what it does, what it does, or at least what it does for me is, you know, when I'm into television shows or something like that, I'm Googling stuff. I'm trying to see who's who and what's what and trying to get an understanding, you know, of who the showrunner is, you know, who's directing the episodes because that'll give you, you know, a better understanding, yeah. you know, what context this is going to be. I can't remember the guy's name that, you know, is executive producing this and, and kind of putting this handprint on it. But it's the same dude that did one of them Anchorman joints. So you kind of oh, knew. Uh, yeah, makes sense. You kind makes of, sense. Yeah, makes sense. Because that's the vibe you get from it. And then yeah, you're looking at the characterizations. And everything is just really over the top. Very over the top. Very over the top. So it's making you like Google people to see if they was really like that because nobody really told me anything about Jerry West. If you really think about it, until a show like this came around, you didn't know. I didn't know, you know, he had been like abused in his childhood and things. I didn't know any of those things. And those things really happened. And nobody really discusses those things because, you know, He's come such a long way to such a stand-up dude in the NBA community. When you see this character off the rails like that, at first you laugh. Like, oh, that's crazy. Ha, ha, ha. But then mm-hmm. you start to wonder, is it real? And from some of the things that I've read, it, it's very possible that this dude is like a live wire dude like that. Like, just really the logo. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's really about this basketball thing. You know, to, to answer Joey G, I'm you know very much into the show and like they just okay. put 
They just brought in Phil. Okay. So so you're into the show, but you're not sure whether it's accurate or not. No, I'm exactly. And I think that that's what makes a show like this kind of compelling is if you're willing to, you know, if you really like what they're talking about. Like we're talking about basketball specifically, the Lakers championship, everything. And and so, you know, it's kind of entertaining and it's going to have some salacious content, some other things like that. But for somebody like me, who's kind of a student of this thing, it's kind of making me more interested to do my own little research on the side and see how I'm going to do this stuff with really well. I'm going to do it tonight. Okay. All right. So I, I don't know if you guys know. So the the premise of the show is based off of a book. It's uh, Jeff Perlman's. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Lakers, yeah, I saw that. Right. And yeah. I think what Magic was alluding to is since that the, the NBA had no idea these this this show was being made. And if you look at the show, there's a lot of things that are, I mean, let's face it, it's illegal. Like they're just snorting cocaine. They're doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. You know, magic right. is having a lot of sex. Um, okay. Cause that's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's specifically because Jeff Perlman at the time is following magic Kareem, you know, he's following around Riley for this content. He's, he knows these people cause he was making that book. You get what I'm saying? So, so I do. Yeah. yeah. So if it's based off that book and that book was based off him watching their lives, then I see why they don't like it because it doesn't always paint them in the best light. You know what I'm saying? Let me be fair. Logically for me, the, the way they paint magic Johnson, that's the best case scenario. Cause I thought the brother just, you know, what liked it in the back at, back door, and that's how he got AIDS. You know what I'm saying? So if they're saying he was, you know, doing a lot of chicks, and that's how he's going to go into that AIDS thing, I feel like that's best case scenario. Because I always thought you had to be gay back then. When he said that, I just assumed Magic Johnson was gay. I'm gonna tell you all the truth. Like that's that's me being sure. toxic. That's not, um, you know, that's not anything that uh, that should be thought of. Because when he came out with it, I was 10 years old. Like when he did right. it 10, 12 years old. I don't know, I don't know which season it was, but it was in the 90s, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought that was it. It's like season at, 11. Yeah. At our, at, our, at our age, at our age, they were telling you that AIDS was a gay disease. That's that's what it was in the 90s. Or or drug. Or or, or drugs. Yeah, or, or drugs, which he also did a lot of that too. So I can see why, you know, especially in this third episode, man, they have magic go off in this third episode. And um, I can see why he wouldn't favor the, oh, the yeah, the, the, the show, because, I mean, it makes him look really, really bad. Uh, Logic, is, did you get that, that, that feeling? Like, they do a lot of drugs in that shit. I, again, and maybe I can say it in a, a better way better light you know it's it's kind of it's kind of a scenario where you know what did you really think about this dude you know what i'm saying like <laughs> because i think what it really brings up is the idea especially with all the accomplishments that this guy has done on the court and after basketball there's this idea that no one thinks these things of him that's probably most uncomfortable for him. You know what I'm saying? Like he wants to believe that people just 
believed it was all glory and beauty and then this happened and then you went and then you was on Fox late night and then you bought movies, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just this transition like this. And it's probably uncomfortable to have this stuff put out there on Front Street like that. But at the same time, now that we're grown men, we can all say that this is what we thought it looked like. Mm. I mean, I, I feel like I can say that. I can feel like I personally felt like that's what it would look like. I wasn't shocked or surprised to see him, you know, with the chicks and the co- I, It didn't surprise me. I, I, I don't understand how anyone would think that didn't occur, especially in an era <laughs> where everybody was doing it. Right, right. right. You, you understand what I'm saying? I think it's more, I think there's a way you could take it, whereas it's more an indictment of the era than a specific person. But I can still understand why specific people would have, you know, different ideas of how that's presented. The other thing is I don't think it's a lie. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. I don't, There's some truth so, in it. You you get that feeling when some things are exaggerated for Hollywood purposes, and I'm and I'm sure right. that exists, right? But right. there's one thing about the book, and that's why I say he's following these guys around, and he's got personal stories from the players in the book about these things that used to go on. So about that party mm-hmm. that Magic shows up to, uh, where he's doing in, in episode three, that yeah. is from a player's perspective. That has nothing to do with anybody yeah. making anything up. They didn't write it for salaciousness. Like, that actually yeah. happened. That was a thing that guys did. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that guys still do. It's not, I, I don't think it's, they still do that. They just, you know, got different names for the spots now. But it's not like that's not right. something that, you know, being a celebrity in LA can't get you, you know, that's not a level that's just so far to the left. Like that's that's out there. That's out there in DC. That's out there in New York. That's out there in Chicago. That's out there in Detroit. That's out there everywhere. So Again, I, I can understand why Magic would feel like his legacy shouldn't be defined by things of that nature. I get mm. that. I mm. get that. I just hope that he feels strong enough about his legacy to understand that a lot of us that look up to you and a lot of us that respect you and love you for the things that you've accomplished on and off the court didn't think you worked doing drugs and smash your hoes. Like, we, that didn't have anything to do with that. Like that wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Am I saying it backwards? No, no, like no. You, you, you're, that you're on, on, on cue, on cue. The fact that, that you was doing drugs and smashing hoes made some of us love you more. <laughs> it's part of what the magic thing was. Was that you? You know what I'm saying? Like you hey, saw speak, people really. Speaking of the you. magic thing, uh, Infinite, are are you subscribe? Did you subscribe to the Lakers at all back then? Did, are you a are you a a Showtime I'm fan? Yeah, I'm about to say all that lot of talk about I ain't care nothing about Maddie Johnson, <laughs> nothing about the Lakers. They were like enemy number one. Like I said, enemy back then the enemy of Michael Jordan was an enemy of mine. So it plus I didn't like any really any Western teams like that, especially in the late eighties, early nineties, you know, like one of my first favorite Western teams in the NBA was like, you know, the Supersonics, you know. But uh, before that, I didn't like the Lakers, I didn't like the Jazz, but only time we but I did I did feel for Magic when he made that press conference. Even though I was a kid, I felt nervous. You know, I, it's almost like, you know, you got this unknown thing out there because all you hear in the news in the late 80s, early 90s, on one hand, it's, you know, this thing of HIV 
turn into AIDS. You don't know who's going to have it, who's going to contact, you know, contract it. And you know, on the other side of that is, you know, hearing about crack cocaine, you know, you know, in the Reagan era. So like those two things, you know, you you don't know as a kid, you know, what's really going on. You don't know how to like really internalize that, you know, at ten, eleven, twelve years old. So I, but I remember that press conference being a big thing because obviously media was smaller back then. So every yeah. local news channel had played that, you know, played that conference where he announced that, you know, you HIV and he's going to retire. That was a big thing. It was a huge. It was huge. It was huge. Specifically uh, for the so, reasons that Joe, Joey just kind of said. Like the reasons that this is what we thought it was until that dude did it. Yeah. Yeah, and when that dude, she all, we all thought the things we just saw on the show that we referenced. That's what we thought she <laughs> was doing. And we was like, oh, you can't do that either. Like, we thought, right, okay, exactly. you can't do this and you can't do that, but I don't do this or that. So that's cool. I mean, you know, not cool, cool, like I'm with that, but just like, that's right. not something that's necessarily going to hit home in the community that makes sense to me because I don't do X, right. Y, and like those aren't the things I do. But then you talk about coke and strippers, like, that, that, Damn, this thing is really real. Like, I, it, 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 damn, damn. And but, you know, like, uh, the other day, too, bad. Like, like, damn. Right, this is what we talked about the other day. Like, right, if 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 Maddie got AIDS or HIV, I mean, damn, what did what did Will? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what did yeah. he what did he get? Yeah. Like he said, he knocked down half the planet. He, he said he knocked yeah. down half the planet, brother. Yeah. So I mean, what, what do you got? You got like some type of alien DNA in you, your shit. So oh, you're looking at Eddie you Murphy know. jokes completely different. Like, oh, yeah. that's what he was talking about. Because he was out here, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, you rolling the dice. That was one of his jokes. Is you out here yeah. rolling the dice? And and you know what? It it also cleared up some other things for me. You know, I had no idea that uh, Jerry West played with Pat Riley. Like, I didn't know they were on the same team. I had no idea. You know, I I, I, honestly, I didn't follow basketball until, uh, you know, Jordan had already won three championships by the time I started paying attention. Because 94, I'll say 94, 95, when, when the Knicks... Yeah, maybe ninety three. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was that was the start of my Knicks love, and and that's when I started watching basketball. So, I I didn't know that Jerry West had anything to do with Pat Riley, and you know Pat Riley would become the coach. Um, but I began to uh, admire Pat Riley as a coach because, of course, he took over the Knicks, right? Um, and and then his whole style, you know that that kind of slick back hair with the with the Armani suits, and you know he was he was like a gangster Mafia. in Mafia an NBA also. game, you know. And yeah. they show him yeah. in a very uh, kind of goofy style. I don't know how it rang to you, Logic, but he's like a goofy ex player who, perfect. yeah, it who was hurt. perfect. I think it was perfect. It was perfect. I think, okay. I think the embodiment of that, to me anyway the embodiment of the idea of this dude. And you know, we're not gonna do like spoilers and all of that for the show. Like we definitely want the viewers who are into this content to, you know, go seek it out for yourself and, and watch these things and, and, you know, let us know on the socials how you feel about them. But the idea of kind of trying to find your way just goes against the whole Pat Riley mystique. You know, just, coming to the idea that, you know, there was a period of time where Pat Riley was confused about what the next thing was. Like, that doesn't even sound like Pat Riley, but 
if you really think about it as a person and not, you know, just as, you know, the logo of this or, you know, the owner of, you know, you just think about it from a personal level. We all go through that. We all mm. have moments of doubt and moments of insecurity. And, and I think that it's kind of dope to see it portrayed in that way and knowing that it's going to turn out the way it's going to turn out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what makes it more fascinating because it's like, I already know where this is going at the end. Like, I know what happened when you got Shaq and D-Wade. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know. <laughs> so to watch this dude that don't know that. Yeah. It just is fascinating to me. It just, it fascinates me because if it could be like that for you, it could be like that for me too. It personalizes it for me. But maybe that's just me. It personalizes it. it no, no, no. Like we we agree. We agree. It, it's 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 doing it's doing some informational things to me too. It's giving me context about when I wasn't even alive. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. you know, uh, and, and then you know, it's one thing to be alive, but it's one thing. It's also filling a time where I didn't even watch TV. You know what I'm saying? In the '80s, I wasn't watching a lot of. Uh, I wasn't watching sports programs anyway. I know my dad always. Uh, was watching the Showtime Lakers. He made a big deal about Showtime, and as soon as that era was over, he was done with NBA basketball. You know, that's yeah. one of the things he always said. You know, yeah. after the after the Showtime Lakers were over, I was done watching yeah. you know NBA. It yeah. wasn't exciting anymore. The blackest thing available. He's a black man. It's the blackest thing available. You got to remember at that point, and I'm pretty sure that the show was going to start referencing that. It was two sides, two flips of the coin. And at that point, it was the Lakers in Boston. And that was mm. it. Like that, you yeah. know, there were other teams, but you could live in those towns where the other teams was and care about the Lakers of Boston, depending on if you was a black dude or a white dude. That's mm. how they sold it. Like that's well, how they marketed the whole thing. That's what saved the NBA. You know how when we look at like baseball, for instance, and we remember like the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa doped up home run ever. That saved baseball. It saved it. It it was the last thing you thought the system needed but it put that because it made it easier for people to get into the key to anything surviving in any type of way is not you know the people like us that's going to do all this research and homework and go watch all these videos and i had an uncle who had a box of tapes and would show me old magic tapes and show me old larry tapes and show me old george gervin tapes when you said you was you know kind of coming into it about 92 I was already in it by 92. Like I was in it in 83. I, because my uncle would just show me these tapes and I, you know what I'm saying? So mm. when you recognize that in that era, and I'm, I'm figuring they're going to reference it, but when you recognize that that era, basketball was done. Like it was done. That shit was on tape delay, bro. They was having championships <laughs> that was on the radio, bro. Like this shit wasn't even really recorded like that. Because nobody mm. wants that shit. Mm. And then, you know, they had the ABA with black dudes that was, you know, just fighting and drinking and dunking. And it was like this whole other thing. And what I'm thinking, if we really kind of do the knowledge with the late show and, and, and how they was working back then, is the merging of both of those type of situations. Merging, you know, the sensationalism of, you know, L.A. in that time. And then bring it kind of an ABA style, but with a dude that was more approachable than anybody that had came before him. Like you can say whatever you want about the basketball, but Magic Johnson was more approachable as a star 
than any other person mm-hmm. that's come before him and most people that's come after him, to be honest. I don't sure. think, I, I think Michael Jordan was better, but I don't think Michael Jordan was more of a star than Magic Johnson. I'll never think that. Mm. I'll never think that. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I'll never see that that way because he was more than basketball, but he wasn't promoted as more necessary for America. It, it just it, it's just a weird time. It's just a weird time. It's, and to be on the forefront of that must have been really, really sickening and amazing. So the show's dope. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I, I think... Infinite, you got something else to say? You got something else to add? Oh, I was going to say, uh, for me, uh, the interesting thing so far that I've seen, um, we got to talk about the, the connection between L.A. and D.C. But remember, I told you uh, before you even started watching, Joe, that remember I told you Jack Ken Cook was the owner of the Lakers. And we all know that Jack Ken Cook is the own, was the owner of the Washington, you know, uh, right. and also Washington the football team. Which I did not know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know prior to this. Uh, if I had seen it, it had been a long time. But I didn't know he he solely sold the Lakers because of that that divorce between him and his wife. Like that's why he gave up, you know, the the L.A. because he needed literally needed money. And he was and at that time, for when Jack Hancock got uh, was divorced, divorcing, he was the high, he he was the highest payout for any American at that time. Like that was the highest divorce settlement ever. At that time for America, so yeah, he, he literally had to give up. He literally had to give up an asset, his baby, to uh, to uh, you know to pay out. But uh, but I think yeah. I think the thing I the thing I you know that's you know I, you know I talk about all the time is you know jumping off your ledge. You know Jerry Buss, you know needed magic as much as Maddie needed Jerry Buss to jump off their ledge. Like they both needed each other to jump off their ledge. You already know Jerry Buss was. Hmm. He was, you know, he was already, he was already a multi-millionaire. Like he, right. you know, he was a, a mogul in, in real estate, and you know, he's an engineer. But he knew he needed, he wanted, he knew he needed, wanted need to do something bigger. Than it was, I need more. I need more. I need more. So like I talk about it all the time. Yeah, he, he already had his means. He could have retired and you know been at the uh, you know the, uh, the Playboy Mansion every night. But no Apparently he was. Yeah. Like apparently that's his. Exactly no, he, he was. was doing while still yeah. being a mogul at the same time. Like this dude was literally yeah, like right. moguling with Playboy buttons. Like it, you know, the ability yeah, to put those things yeah, together. Right. I think that's what you're saying. That's what I'm hearing, and I I think you 100 percent accurate on that. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, you know, and, and I'm hearing that we could yeah. we could kind of dissect this as this as the series plays out. You know, um, yeah. kind of like we did the last dance that started this podcast. Like, there's a lot of elements here that gets you talking about like, this is a, we're, we're having a cast about TV shows, but it's turning into a, a sports conversation. Of and course. there's uh-huh. so much to unpack here. I, th- I feel like we should do it justice and, and, you know, and go down when, the, when the series is over and kind of, and kind of pick it apart for those, for those little nuggets. And we could, we yeah, could do that as kind of a pseudo that. sports po- uh, podcast. But for tonight, exactly I just, right. I just want people to know that this show is, is worth watching. Like, it, whether you're a fan of basketball or not, I think it has enough of both elements to keep you involved in it. And more importantly, it might teach you something that you didn't know if you are a basketball fan and just weren't alive for it. Like it, it's a, it, it fills in some gaps. It's um, definitely, definitely. But when we get back, we're going to talk about another show. <laughs> um, 
And and this show sure. is is kind of like what Infinite was talking about. Nowadays, they have to adapt shows off of shows that already existed in our time period. And we'll talk about it when we return. This is Logic Over Everything. Stay tuned. All right. Welcome back. It's Logic Over Everything. Uh, before the break, sure. I was telling you about a show from back in my time, the 90s. Uh, he was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And uh, Will Smith... Uh, who played the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was a rapper at the time, and uh, you know I don't I don't I don't know everything about the atmosphere around that show. I know Quincy Jones found his way into executive producing that one as well Whoa. as this new one. Yo, we Jay. Yo, we Jay. Yo, let yo, go ahead. Go ahead, quick. Logic. Let me. I don't want to cut you off, but let me. No, do you this got it, bro. Real brother. quick, just so that so that we could do this because this is something that I'm really into, and I try to do a little bit of research just to get a better understanding of things. Apparently, Quincy Jones had met Will Smith and told Will Smith, you could be on TV right now. And then said, I know two dudes are trying to do a show right now. And you could go in there and talk to them right now and do the show right now. And Will Smith said, that doesn't make any sense. I'm a rapper. (laughs) And he said, but I'm Quincy Jones. So just do that. And then here we are. So please continue your story, but let's 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 give Quincy the flowers on that. Okay, yeah, see, see, I knew it had to do something with Quincy because no, it was all Quincy. It was all Quincy. <laughs> not not so much for the talent and not so much for the but just for the connection, for the ability for you to just say this dude has never been in nothing and never did nothing and fine. I'd talk to him. I'd watch him do something on TV, put him on TV, and it did and it worked. And it really, really worked. Really, like literally, it whoa, 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 worked. It, it, it off the rails, off the meat rack worked. So, and so did you watch? You watched the Fresh Prince of Bel Air logic? Of course I did. You didn't. Okay. Of course okay. I did. It wasn't my favorite show. I will, I will never say that. But okay. it, it, it was it, it. The connection between the characters and the way that they talk to each other. And the love that they showed each other through the thing, like through the TV, like you could see that these are people who enjoy being around each other every day and doing a television show. You know, it was True. a television show. True. But they looked like they really, really felt positive about each other. And then, you know, just a segue when you saw the reunion they did on Netflix, like last year or so, and saw them in a room together and realized that, that love was real. Like, that was a real thing that I saw. Like, I didn't make that up. Like, nobody made that up. Like, they really generally liked each other mm. for the most part. It, you know, it, it just, it, it's almost impossible for it not to work. Yeah, yeah, there was a little drama with Aunt Viv in there. Infinite, for you, uh, did you uh, love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Is that, is that a show you were checking for back in the day? Y'all, both of y'all didn't mention that when I asked you about shows. Uh, neither nobody mentioned Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I just put that out there. But Infinite, how did you feel about the show? Yeah, you know, I, like, I definitely like the show. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I'll place it above the other shows that I mentioned. But uh, you know, it was just, uh, for me as a kid, just watching it. It was more for me just watching all the uh, <laughs> superstar chicks that Will Smith would bring on the show at that time, like the Tyra Banks and the. You know, the Tisha Campbell's, like, the dude dated everybody yeah. on the show, so... Like, yeah. The people that walk through them doors, bro. Like, yeah. the, the yeah. talent, yeah. the game talent, the Nia Longs, bro. Yeah, I was like, about to say Nia Long, yeah. This is crazy. Unheard of kind of situations yeah. that wasn't even really focused yeah. on blackness in that way, but created, like, right. a network of 
African-American actors and actresses. It created it without right. even trying. It did it effortlessly. Exactly. Effortless. Exactly. Right. Right. So, so yeah, this is that dynamic. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. At, 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 at her epitome. At, at, at her zenith. Yeah. <laughs> they pulled it off. Before the zenith. Yeah. That wasn't even the top of the top. Like, that nah, was I was in the rise. Nah, she was... Now she was pretty good, but remember she ain't already done like play not play one, but like was illustrated like twice by that at that time. And she and she knocked off uh what was the movie she was in? We just talked about not too long ago. Uh, 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 high learning. High learning. Nah, nah, I remember that. In yeah, Tom was already in it. So I remember that. Yeah, this is see those you know the yeah, see those uh, yeah. This is those play out and um you know. Let's just take that dude that you watched on. You know, I think the other day, too, at least for me, was, you know, seeing a dude that's like, you know, Will said, like, you know, dude, I was just on MTV Jams. I was on the box. You know, parents just don't understand. So just to, you know, see him do that and move directly into, you know, a full-fledged uh, sitcom, you know, that's airing, you know, every week for, how, how many seasons was it on? I think five or six seasons. So, you know, it was, right. I think it was a big thing for, for black people at that time, especially for the hip-hop community. So, you know, just an interesting thing to, uh, you know, see play out. So. All right. All right. So we have the new spinoff of this show. And, and I guess I can't call it a spinoff because uh, people have been pretty unhappy with the differences between The Fresh Prince and the show now called Bel Air, right? Um, a it's a reimagining, I think, is it, the word that white people will use when they're trying to sell it. It's well, a I, I, I call, I call, I call them the variant. It's, it's, it's Bel Air variant. You know, it's, yes. it's, it's the multiverse. Yes. Yes. It's, it's the multiverse. Yes. yes. They're it's, all variants of the original show. Yes. Okay. I and, and so and so I've I've paid attention to the the uh, kind of the reviews of the show, right? Like I'm looking at people say they don't like this character. They don't like that character, but the overwhelming theme, and there's like a, a position, you know, there's actually a position of this, like a petition against this saying that the show is glorifying the negative things in the black family dynamic, instead of making it great. Like the fresh Prince of Bel-Air did like it was a white, I mean, it was a very black successful family that it was a comedy basically. It was a lighthearted right. comedy and everybody was successful. Well, the, right. the parents were successful. The kids were high functioning. And now we're getting into a drama where the kids are into drugs. We, we got drama from, you know, Will's fight was not being spun around and around on a blacktop. It was a gun involved in that, you know, like it's a lot more Shots serious ramifications. I saw easy out there. Shots out the easy to black captain. Continue. Okay. All right. And and so for you, Logic, uh, which one is better or it, it they can't be compared? Do you, do you want to just put them on compared. two different sides? What, what's they your can't be compared. If I had to make a choice, I would say they can't be compared. The first thing I would say is that, again, I, I do my Googles. I guess it was six years ago, five years ago, some dude on YouTube just made like five and ten minute episodes. Yeah. Of what he thought a show could be one day or how he would do it himself. You know what I mean? And mm. it actually got approached by Will and the Overbrook Entertainment and you know what I mean? And and it became this thing that it became. But 
I think if you're a fan of the show and you were looking for this show to be the same as that show, that's asking for a lot. Infinite, how do you feel? How do you feel about the show? Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I don't care about it being, you know, an offshoot, once again, a variant version of uh, the original show. I mean, once they said that was going to be, you know, kind of a drama and that, you know, like a live action, you know, we live audience taping or anything like that. I mean, you, you kind of see the direction they were going in. And I think because of the atmosphere that we're in now, where we have a lot of, I, I would call, uh, a gangster, I, was, I would call it gangster drama, you know, shows like uh, BMF, you know, it all started with Empire, you know, the trend that's going on was all started with Empire and Power, and then, you know, you got Snowfall, so, you know, once again, I, you know, I think it's another thing that was kind of a monkey see, monkey do, even though you don't really see, like, no drug dealing or, you know, people getting killed and all this other crazy stuff, but I, I think it's a lighter version of what these other shows are on TV right now, so... Okay. You know, I don't think it's you know so much so much so much a bad thing, but uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I didn't expect it to be exactly the same, you know, from what it was, you know, especially what they they pretty told you pretty early on what was going to you know come of this, so you know, uh, I think people just need to relax and take it for what it is, and you know, people people hate change, <laughs> take it what it is. People, people hate, hate, hate they hate change, bro, and, okay. and they're whining about everything, so. Right. So so it's nine I think it's nine episodes in at this point right now when we're right. recording when we're recording. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alerts by the yeah, spoiler episode, you know. I, 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 and and I changed my mind on that. So we're not gonna we're not gonna go heavy into the episodes because I I wanna I would like right. to get to the rest of the season and then we'll come back to this. Okay, but okay, I wanna okay. know for you for you, uh just just focus on something negative that or something about it that you don't like, you know. And then give me an overall grade on the A to E scale of what you think of the show. Uh, yeah, once again, it's like I said, the reason why I personally don't watch a lot of new shows is because it's like it's almost like manual, what I call these days manufactured drama. Like you can see the plot points coming just to move the drama along or to, or to create the drama alone to have the you know to, to have the story point you know. But uh, so that thing always throws you know it basically rolls my made me roll my eyes. And I think that's tough nowadays. So uh, that, from that standpoint, you know, kind of, you know, puts me back. But you know, I mean, I understand what it is for for TV and Hollywood of it. But um, that I don't like. Um, but uh, you know, otherwise, you know, the show is I think it's pretty dialed in. It's it's, it's uh, you know, the story moves along fast. You know, it's it's, it's not a lot of I would say junk in it. You know, so so. Uh, you know, I like it for what it is, but. Uh, All right, go go ahead and give me the grade you know, A through E. What, what you got? Yeah, uh, right now, uh, I'll give it a, a solid. Uh, I'll give it a solid B. I'll give it a solid B. Okay. All right. Nice grade. Nice grade. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. B. Uh, but but yeah, logic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know you you watched the the first episode or so. So do, do you feel like you could get into this, or is it too? A, you know, different from the first reimagining, or are you are you still into watching it through the season? You gonna let it go? This is where I have to kind of, I guess the word is renege. I've always felt like there was some kind of racial commentary in it, but like I guess I have to say that as somebody who is definitely a get off my lawn, dude, I do have the ability to say, you know, it's okay that they're not trying to redo something that I never asked them to redo. 
I never woke up <laughs> and asked nobody to make me another version of the Fresh Prince. I've never said that what I need is the Fresh Prince more right now. The Fresh Prince is available right now on DVD everywhere. If you want to watch the regular Fresh Prince, it's available to you. So I've never really felt like that was something that I was asking for or, or, or was thinking anybody else was asking for. For me, I like the trajectory of the new show. I like the idea that people are trying to, you know, bring, you know, eyes and credibility to, you know, the idea of situations that we saw in one show in a world that's more familiar to the one that we live in today. And I also see this show as breaking a lot of new talent and creating, hopefully, a new level and a new era of Black Hollywood. I think that's important more so than anything else. 95% of the people on this show I've never heard of. I Googled them all and I figured out who they was. And they all just working. Yeah. But this might put them in some positions to do more things and make more things and create more things and better things. And Mm. like I just told you a minute ago, that's what the first one did. We just didn't know it was doing it at the time. We just didn't know this knee alone, like this is where it was going to go. Like we didn't know that. We didn't know... What's her name? The 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 little sister was gonna come out with like you know a R and B tape and you know what I'm saying I mean, we didn't know these things was gonna happen so you know, we don't know what's gonna happen with this one so you know, if you don't rock with it or it's not your personal thing that's cool all right thing ain't anybody thing and 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 I want to go back because Infinite gave it a B you know I, I we're both up uh, you know nine episodes in I I'd also give it a B um, yeah and just like you said logic. The, their new takes, they they all have new kind of roles. I mean, Will is is pre- the character of Will is pretty much the same. Oh, perfect casting. I but, wish he'd have been taller, but other than that, <laughs> it's perfect. He's doing too much, just like <laughs> every time you see him on the screen, he's doing way too much. He's just way too up. He's just up, up. Like, why are you so up, bro? Like, what's up? Like, but but, but like the role of Hillary, you know, Hillary's different. She's a a, a social media influencer. Yeah. Uh, Ashley is now a non-binary. You know, um, no, 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 don't, don't, don't spoil it. There, don't, don't, don't spoil it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. And, and, and Carlton is kind of a, a, a pain in my ass. But you know, overall, yeah. it's a solid B. It's a solid B. It's worth a watch. You know, you just we gotta, we gotta let go of what was. Before, before we wrap, guys, I just wanna. Uh, give one show that we can tell the folks out there to go ahead and stream that's available to stream right now, whether it's an older show or, you know, or you just got a show on your heart right now that you can tell is from start to finish is a great show that people need to be watching infinite. I'm going to put that pressure on you first. Give me one show that people need to be watching out here. That's available on stream right now. Uh, Daredevil. 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 Great show. Right Right on. Right on Disney Plus right now. They they just moved it over to Disney Plus. So I think about a week or two ago. So no no streaming. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, you know from a couple of years ago, I joined on Disney Plus right now. So go check that out. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you on that one, by the way. And it'll it'll fall. It it'll make them fall into the whole thing. So you know if Punisher's on there, find Punisher. I don't. I don't, I don't know if that's on there or not. But you know Luke Cage also great. You know even even Jessica Jones. Yeah. That whole time period, all of that, great yeah. shows. Logic, logic. You got anything that uh, the folks can watch, Definitely stream good. right now? 
I definitely do. Um, One of the things that I've really been into, especially, you know, with the hip hop culture and things of that nature and streets and all of that, if you have Netflix, you should do yourself a favor and go check out this show called Top Boy. What's it called again? Top Boy. Top Boy. And it's about dudes selling drugs in England. And it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. It, it, to me, it, it does such a good job of not just revealing, you know, different levels of poverty and struggle in a different country. It reveals the connections between Africans and English Africans. It, it just, it, it's so telling. It's, it's so telling. And it's told with such a respect for the people that live in this world that nobody talks about. They just put a new season out a week ago and I watched it. And it was really, 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 really good. It was really, 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 really good. It was well acted. It was well written. It, you know, it's definitely a television show. So there's some stuff in it that's like, yeah, I saw that. But then there's some stuff that's like, dog, I never saw that. And it's done in a way that's very sensitive to the understanding of that culture and how that culture is so many it's 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 the melting pot that you tell people america is but it's right there too and it's nigerian dudes that was born in england that listen to rap music and sell drugs like it's it's like a melting pot of stuff and they sell drugs with white women and red it's 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 not just race it's economics. It's it it it's really really dope, and it does a really really good job. I'm not too certain about the writers, but mm-hmm. I've read a couple things about previous seasons, and it it definitely has a writing room full of people who have seen that and who have been a part of that. And so when you see it, you're gonna feel it. Like you're gonna feel it immediately. And you know the lingo is gonna be weird because it's that English shit. Okay. But right. then you start to notice like they all talk like Jamaicans. And then you're like, why do they do that? And then, you, you know, if you're like me, you start wanting to know more about it. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. Let me figure it out. And once you figure it out, it's it's the whole thing. So I I would actually, I would urge, I would urge, I would urge, I urged right now, I urged. Check okay. out that top. I, it, it's hard, it's hard to follow up. Now now I gotta be the last person to give one. And and you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's why it's called logic over everything. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but in closing, if you could, if you could uh, find this 2019 show, I'm sure it's still on HBO Max. It is called The Watchmen. Uh, the The Watchmen actual movie was trash. Yes. The yes. trash. I wouldn't say that. Watchmen trash, the movie, I, I didn't like it. But this TV okay. show, The Watchmen, <laughs> TV show was lit. Brought to you by Regina King, by the way. Black, Black hey, yeah, yeah. Right mm-hmm. And my man, yeah, yeah. Yes indeed. yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They they put together, the they put together a pretty decent uh, American superhero drama, and um, yeah, it, it it gets real. I'm I'm sad that it's only one season. Like I I thought it would be coming one. back, but it's only you one season. But first time I've ever heard a superhero oh. movie reference Tulsa. You don't got to do that. And on the first episode, first episode of that, like right off the break. Like, yeah, right too. they told you what they was into. Right. I agree with right you. Now. Like that was a good one. You, yeah, it's you, a good, it's a good check show. Check that out. You should check that out. 
is a good show, just like this show, and we're done, folks. This has been Logic Over Everything. It's over, and it's been everything. Talk to you next time. Appreciate you, listeners. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys and you ladies. Thank you.